Get ready to learn the top secrets and simple strategies for living the life of your dreams. Welcome to Living the Dream Podcast, where it's not just about achieving your goals in the future, it's about enjoying your journey along the way. Here are your hosts, Krista Joy and Christy Fredericks. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our show. We've got another deep topic for you today. With everything that's going on in the world, we thought this might be really, really beneficial and helpful to not only us, but to you too. Do you ever feel like your life is spinning out of control, that you're trying to drive the car, but the brakes are out, and maybe that you're about to go off of a cliff? Well, if so, you are not alone. Maybe you're feeling the ups and downs that the world as a whole is experiencing right now, or maybe your situation is a little more personal. Either way, Krista and I are here for you. That's right. And one of my favorite prayers in the whole world, and hopefully everybody's mom or grandmother mentioned this prayer to them at some point, um, but the serenity prayer, uh, just as a reminder, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. This is, it's the key. It's the key to peace, I think, in our daily lives and in our um, overall existence. Such a great prayer. Yes, it is. Absolutely. And so today with that serenity prayer in mind, Chris and I are going to focus on nine things that we can actually all change and take control of even during the most chaotic of times if we make the decision and commit. So first up, we have our thoughts. What you spend your time thinking about and how you see the world is truly how you live each day. If you choose to spend your time focusing and feeding on all of the negativity, it can create a very dark and depressing place. Instead, take control of your thoughts. Look for the positive things around you, the light in the darkness, the power in the pain, and the strength in the struggles. So do you ever do this, Krista? Do you ever try? I know for myself sometimes, when everything going on around me is like really negative, for example, Facebook feeds right now and the news, I try to catch myself and try to look for something positive instead. Do you tend to focus first negative or first positive? Well, I want to say that I really wasn't brought up this way. So this has been a learned skill that I have gained through the years. And it's not easy as we're sitting here saying, take control of your thoughts Look, we're not saying be happy no matter what's going on. There's so much tragedy and and really serious things that happen to people. And and we get that. But we want to encourage you to to try. Just kind of try to make these efforts to do these things. Because they they really can change your life. I had to train my brain to be grateful in all things. And when I start to spiral out of control and feel depressed, it's been hard. Let me tell you, I, I got really good at this. And then lately with everything going on, it's like I forgot all my skills and I and I wasn't who I really am for a couple of weeks, two, three weeks there because I was really scared about a lot of things. So it takes a conscious effort, but if we can turn our thoughts around to gratefulness, especially when we're worried and scared and panicky, it can change your life. So this is so important. And yeah, it's something I work on every single day to answer your question. Changing our thoughts is is so important. And it is key to getting through really, really terrible, hard times. I I completely agree with you. Uh, The same thing, I wasn't really raised in this type of environment at all. 
And so really as an adult, it's been a skill that I've really tried to work on. And it it is a struggle and it's something I have to be really intentional about because I think when things get tough, you kind of revert to your habits and mm-hmm. kind of what's ingrained in you. And so, you know, being raised in a, an environment where everything was focused on the negative, you really do have to be intentional about it. And I do have to, you know, take that time and effort to, to catch myself. And, you know, when you're watching the news and things are dark and dim, I love that quote from Fred Rogers that what he was talking about, he said, when I was a boy and I would see scary things in the news, my mother would say to me, look for the helpers. You will always find people who are helping. And that, that quote just really speaks to me because even like in the worst situations, you, if you really look, you can generally find something positive, but you kind of have to, you know, take that effort to look for it. Yeah, it's it's all about making that conscious effort. And um, but also sometimes you need to feel the pain of whatever you're going through so that you can move past it. So sometimes it's not always the best idea to go. I'm going to power through this. I'm going to be thankful. I'm going to be happy and discount it. Sometimes it's I think it's beneficial too to to mourn and to feel that pain and to give yourself a day or two to really cry it out. Because if you don't do that, then sometimes it could come out in other ways. I hope at this, as we're saying this, I hope at the same time that you will give yourself permission to to really mourn and get it out. Because if you just push emotions down so you can be happy and move forward and be great for everybody else, it will manifest itself in other ways. So just be careful of that. Absolutely. Number two, our attitude. This is another great way that something you can control during chaos, your own attitude. You can control your attitude even during the most turbulent times. And we all know those people that can somehow find the silver lining in every situation. And when you start to feel that sour attitude start to creep in, stop for a moment, breathe and draw inspiration from the positive people you know in your life. Now that is key. Just saying stuff out loud to a friend sometimes, an understanding friend that you know is going to come back and encourage you and be positive, that can have a huge impact on on how well you're able to change your own attitude. It's funny. Sometimes I make things so big in my mind, and then I talk to a friend, and I say it out loud, what I'm stressing out about, and I'm like, what's the big deal? Why was I freaking out? Sometimes it's just that easy of like putting it into words and getting it out there for you to realize, Hey, I can, I can do this. I can get through this. I I love that. Especially like positive people. It's interesting how positivity kind of breeds positivity. So when you're, you're kind of down and you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm kind of stressed out. What am I going to do? And you, you share that information with a positive person. It's like their positive, inspirational, like I can do this attitude rubs off on you. It's like, oh, what was I thinking? Of course I can do this. Absolutely, I can do this. Yeah. Then we've got number three is our reactions. So it's normal to ride a wave of different emotions over a day or even the course of an hour on our most difficult days. What we can change and control is whether or not we choose to act on those emotions. It's often not the emotions themselves that send us down a spiral of despair, but rather the way we choose to react to them. So if you begin to feel overwhelmed by your negative feelings, take a moment to yourself to go ahead and feel them. But know like a real wave, emotions come and go. 
So this is just like what you were talking about with our thoughts. It's fine to feel those feelings. You know, squishing those feelings down generally for me results in a stomachache and I may throw up. So it's pretty awesome. Um, so rather than just smushing those feelings down and going, oh, I don't want to feel that. That sucks. It's okay. You know, go ahead and feel it. But you don't necessarily, like if you feel super mad, you don't necessarily have to punch somebody or yell at somebody. You can feel that anger and then just be like, okay, I'm going to ride that out. Yep, I'm really mad right now or I'm really sad. Mm-hmm. But like with everything else, things come and go. One thing I noticed having my kids so young too is if I didn't freak out about stuff, they didn't freak out about stuff. And so maybe that's part of, you know, I learned pretty young how to how to get a hold of myself in a lot of situations because I knew they were going to mirror me. Right. So, you know, if I'm freaking out about something, then they're going to freak out. But I don't know. It's just... It's just, just remember your kids are going to mirror you. So just be careful about how you react to things. You have control of that. That's what the show is all about, right? Nine things you can control during chaos. So we can control our reactions. Absolutely. And it's so funny you say the kid example, because I remember that too. when my kids were little and they would like fall and bump their head or something. And if I would go, <gasps> you know, and or panic, you know, like, oh my God, are you okay? Then suddenly they weren't okay. You know, they were crying and just wailing and they needed band-aids even though there was no blood and it was a big deal but then when I learned okay let's just see what they do I'm not gonna jump let's just see and generally it was just they just kept going yeah they fell over or something they just picked themselves up and kept going they didn't even and, and you're right I mean they can they completely mirror you and so do others around you I know a lot of us aren't necessarily going into the workplace right now but as an example, if you have worked in a workplace or an office or a retail location restaurant, when you have someone that's positive as a coworker, you can see how the whole atmosphere changes when that person's working. And if you have someone that's maybe kind of a downer, <laughs> you can see how the whole atmosphere and environment changes when that person's working. So it, it's it's kind of fascinating about how our how we react to our emotions, how that can impact ourselves as well as those people around us. Yeah, absolutely. And don't forget, you can change your job. I'm so proud of my son. I mean, my younger son, that's one thing. He was working in a place where everybody was just really a downer. And he was there for like a year and a half. And he realized that part of the reason he wasn't happy wasn't that the job was so bad. It's just everybody was so toxic around him. You know, and they they would complain about the job, yet they'd all been there 30 years. And they were just complaining every day. And, you know, he found it to kind of be bringing him down. So he changed jobs. Don't forget yeah. that you have control of your environment in that way. Like, there's certain things you can change. And I know it's not always easy to leave a, a great job or whatever, but... Just remember you have that option and and be putting that out into the universe that maybe you want to change your situation and you'd be surprised what might actually fall into your lap, but it might be better. So good one. Good stuff there. Yeah. Okay. Number four thing that you can control during chaos is how we treat others, how you treat others. We can be intentional about the way in which we treat others. Kindness and giving is reciprocal. The more compassion you show to others, the more compassion that will be shown to you. Being kind to someone not only lifts them up, but it lifts you as well. We are all going through things that no one else knows about, and you have no idea how your simple act of kindness or thoughtful words could actually brighten someone's dark day or even save their life. I have a lot I want to say about this one, too. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I think probably of this entire list, um, to me, this is the one that probably touches me the most because I think this is sometimes so overlooked, but it's something that each of us can absolutely control, even if everything else is out of our control. The way we treat and behave towards other people, it's so powerful and it can make such a difference in someone's life. It's really quite incredible. This one day I was at the post office and I don't know, I was having a bad day. I have some fairly negative people in my life and sometimes they can really bring me down, just kind of make me feel bad about myself and just kind of the whole not good enough thing that a lot of us feel or have people in our lives that make us feel that way, or we allow to make us feel that way. And I was in the post office line behind a lady, an older lady, and she was sending something to her son. She said she was going to send it to him overseas in the military. And the checker outer person was like, okay, that'll be like $1.94. And the, the older lady said, oh, that's too expensive. I don't, I don't want to spend money on that. And she said, are you sure it's only $1.94? And she's like, no, no, no. I'll just figure out a different way to get it to him. So she walked out and I didn't want to make a scene in front of people or make her feel self-conscious or bad about it. I was just dropping off a package. So I just put it up on the counter and I followed the lady out. And I said, you know, ma'am, if you'd like, I'd be happy to ship that package for you. You know, two bucks, it's not a big deal. But I, I was just thinking maybe she couldn't afford it or something because she had talked about how it was too much money. And she said, no, no, you know, it's fine. I said, are you sure? It's not a big deal. I'd be happy to take it in and send it for you. And she said, no, thank you. And she, she said, I know it's not a lot of money. It's just it's just the principle of it. I, I would rather do, I'll just put it in a different box because I have something else to send at another time. I'll just do it all at once. I was like, oh, okay. So I got in my car, didn't think anything of it, was hooking up the Bluetooth on my phone to my car. And then all of a sudden there was knocking on my window that little lady standing outside my window. So I rolled it down. And I was like, oh, did you change your mind? Would you like me to send the package? And she said, no, no, no. I just wanted to tell you, nobody's ever offered anything like that to me. And you're just so amazing. You're such a, such a kind person. And I just think, I feel like you really need to hear that. And she left. And I was like, oh my God. You know, just thinking, wow, you have no idea. Your words can really touch somebody. That happened years ago, years ago. And I still remember it. And it was something I really needed to hear that day. And she literally changed my day. And years later, I still think about it. Oh, I love that. And it was absolutely right. It was what you needed to hear that day. And you've, re it's, you've reminded that yourself of that a lot. I know you have. It's, absolutely. Oh, I love it. That's fantastic. So I just wanted to mention too on that piece, how we treat others. It's so tempting to reach out and be mean to the people you love the most and take it out on them when you're having a bad day. It's, oh my goodness. And that can be a really bad habit to get into. I really want to not be mean to my boyfriend because I'm having a bad, I don't want to get in that habit. So just remember to take a minute, step back and go, now they, they don't have anything to do with this. They need somebody to love them and be kind to them today, just like I do. So let me not just take it out on the person next to me. So that's all I wanted to say. Just <laughs> remember, we do have control of that as well. Make sure your home is filled with love and with kindness and comfort and nobody's a punching bag. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a very important point. Next up, we have number five, which is our effort. Our effort will always equal our results. 
You have complete control over the amount of effort that you put into everything you do, whether it's your work, yourself, or your life. Effort doesn't mean that it has to be a struggle. Effort can actually be effortless. Work hard, do something that you love, and give it your all. I think this one, again, I, this one strikes a chord with me as well, because when times are chaotic, you and I were talking about this before we started recording, when you're kind of in that crisis mode and things are really chaotic, it's so easy just to be like, oh my gosh, where's my couch? Where's my Netflix? Where's, I just, I can't, I'm like out, I'm drained. What am I, I just, I have nothing left to give or to do. I just can't do this. Maybe that's counterproductive. Maybe I should listen to this one more and really go ahead, you know, obviously feel those feelings, give myself a break once in a while. But remember that I can control, you know, my effort and what I'm working on and actually spend time on things that I love Mm -hmm. and kind of reap the benefits of that. Yep. And just remember that God sees what you've done. And even though it looked like, well, I only got to you, it's like, oh, I only got one of the five things done. It really wasn't that good. God knows the amount of effort it took for you just to get out of bed that day. He knows how hard it was for you to do that one thing. So I find that the effort gets rewarded and it's on his time. It's on his gauge. It's not on ours. So just remember to try your best because sometimes that can, your rewards can come back because God knows how hard that you, you worked to make that happen. So yes, bottom line, effort is something we can control during chaos how hard we try is something we can control. Number six, our growth. You can always change and be in control of your growth. Choose to continually learn and expand your mind. Spend free time reading, watching, and listening. Focus on those things that light you up and bring you joy. Commit to being curious, listening to your heart, and to seeing where your passions for knowledge lead you. I really like that. Yeah, I think I think we kind of have to be in a positive state of mind again to concentrate on our growth. But that's a that's a fun thing to do. And then you feel accomplished on top of everything else. I mean, you were in control of something during chaos and then you but you also feel like, wow, that could really help me out in the future. So good one. Yeah, I like that one, too. And I think you and I have talked about before, like sometimes we listen to different motivational people, uh, different like life coaches and things like that. And even when I'm down, sometimes those really hit home and I feel like, oh, maybe I was kind of meant to see that message today for some reason. And what can I learn from it? Sometimes on those days where I just can't get out of bed, you know, you, we all have those days, right? Where like, we're not sugarcoating it here. Chris and I may have like cheery little voices, but we all have those days where getting out of bed is super difficult. And you know what, if I can't get out of bed for a couple of hours, then I like to try to motivate myself and, you know, expand my mind, whether that may be like looking at a recipe video. That's fine. If I want to learn how to make a dessert, sure. You know, that's not wasted time in my mind. It doesn't have to be rocket science. It doesn't have to be anything deep. It can just be anything that makes you happy. I like to watch a lot of funny videos. I was watching some lip sync battles the other night. You know, (laughs) it doesn't matter. Just... Maybe I'll learn how to rap now. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Our whole next episode is in rap. It'll be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there we go. (laughs) So next up, we have number seven, our gratitude. 
With a shift in perspective, we can all be in control of our gratitude. Each day, choose to look for things that are going right in your life right now. For everything you do have, even the little things add up. Be grateful for them. Appreciate them. Big one. Big one. Yes. We can't pray and worry at the same time, as they say. So, yeah, sometimes just closing my eyes and and thinking about, okay, what am I grateful for right now? It can help me keep from going down that spiral of depression and because I tend to do that. I'll stack. Then you start getting ridiculous. You know, you're stacking really negative things that are probably never going to happen. But it's just that mood you get in. You kind of go down that spiral. So if we shift that and, and, and change it into gratitude, it's it's. I found it to be very helpful when I can apply this. I do too. And if I'm in kind of a dark mood and I start to say, okay, now wait a minute. Like, this is not the end of the world. This is going good right now, actually. And then, you know, this is actually good. It's the same thing where you can spiral into the negative. I feel like I can spiral into the positive. So if I can go, well, you know, today when I got up, I was able to go down and turn the heat on so my house wasn't freezing. So that's a good thing. Oh, and wait, I have a house that I'm actually in. So that's pretty cool. And I was just in a really super comfy bed. I mean, there's all these little things that we sometimes overlook. But they're all really great blessings. Mm-hmm. Number eight on our list of nine things you can control during chaos are focus. So many of us live in our heads, wasting so much time thinking and overthinking, either stuck in the past with feelings of regret or guilt, resentment, and bitterness, or focused on the future, consumed by worry and anxiety over what is to come. Instead, choose to live in this moment. Choose to focus on the now. Get out of your head and notice what is going on around you. All of the beauty, all the positivity, the miracles, and the magic of life right now. Okay, this is another big one. Wow, if I could just do this every time I start to feel, you know, kind of down and depressed, this could be really, really life-changing. Yeah, shifting your focus, distracting yourself, I guess, in a way, right? Right. And, you know, for those scientific people out there, I I love some of the new information, or maybe it's new to me, some of the new information that they've been talking about recently. There's been a lot of articles about it, about how really all we have is now, like this very moment, because the past doesn't really exist and the future doesn't really exist. It's just like this moment in time is really all we have because we have no idea how to predict like you look at like the pandemic models and things like that, you can tell we have like no idea really how to predict what's going to happen in the future. So rather than being all worried and anxious about it, we really can't change anything in the past. So rather than regretting it and feeling horrible about it, really just focusing and enjoying this very moment, this second that we're in and not spending so much time in our head with all of these thoughts that are just wastes of energy and it kind of going back to the gratitude piece, really kind of trying to take notice of everything that's going on around you. Like what do you, hopefully something yummy that you smell, maybe cookies in the oven. Um, I was looking outside today, outside my window where I'm recording right now and the leaves are starting to change. So, you know, there's a yellow tree out there and the sun's different in the sky because we're getting closer to fall. And it was cool this morning. It was like 49 degrees. You know, it's just, there's a lot of beauty and just, simple, simple things. Mm. If we choose to focus on that. Yeah. 
Yeah. And just, just again, just kind of distracting your brain, I guess, a little bit and turning to gratitude yeah. instead. And I love that. So I'm sure you've heard this about that uh, experiment. So you look in your room, like let's say any listeners out there right now, stare in your room and find something red. So look all around your room and look for all the red things. And now close your eyes and what blue things are in your room. So it's, it's the funny thing, right? You're only remembering the red stuff in your room because that's what you were focusing on. Mm-hmm. But there's probably blue things all around you, but you just didn't, you know, it's, it's what you focus on. If you're focusing on the good stuff, you see the good stuff. If you're focusing on the not so great stuff, you see the not so great stuff. So I love that that's something that we have the choice and that we can control when things are going crazy. We can control what we focus on. Great. And then our- I love that. Great example. <laughs> and then our last thing we have is number nine, with whom we spend our time. We can control who we choose to surround ourselves with, who we give our priceless and limited time to. So let's decide to be selective. Pay attention to who drains you and who energizes you. Commit to spending your moments with the people who lift you up, the people who recharge you, the people who allow you to just be you. This is a big one. I learned this in my direct sales company from the time I was 18 years old. The five people that you spend the most time with. If you're down and depressed a lot, look around. Chances are some of those people are down and depressed. (laughs) Right. Yeah. If you're sitting in an auditorium, look to your left, look to your right is what the speaker on stage would say, because um, your attitude is going to be like those people more, more than likely. So yeah, we can control who we hang out with and who we give our love and our energy to. So just be careful with that. It's hard when it's family, right? Christy, like just get away from them. There's certain situations, but for the most part, we can control who we spend our time with. Yes, it, it is. It is very hard. When you have family members that may not lift you up, that spending time with them is an absolute energy drain. And I think we all may have, you know, friends and family, people in our lives that do that, whether they're coworkers or, you know, whoever they may be. Uh, I think like for me personally, I try to energize myself before I have to encounter those types of people. Uh, doing things that I love, things that make me happy, things that charge me up, uh, whether that's spending time with my kids or my loved ones or whatever that might be. And then quickly after I try to limit the encounter the best that I can. And then as soon as I'm done spending time with someone that's draining, I immediately try to recharge myself, whether that's watch something funny, go for a walk, you know, some people like to exercise, you know, whatever that might be, whatever brings you joy, quickly trying to fill that, what everything that they depleted from you, trying to fill that up again. Because I think it's, it's really important self-care when you have maybe somebody in your life that's challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great tip. If it's somebody, you, you know, you have to be around, there's ways to, to fix that as well. But just for the majority of the time, though, we can choose who we're friends with. <laughs> absolutely yeah. absolutely and you know and especially when times are tough the more time you can spend about around those people that really get you charged up and excited about life and it's so fun I used to work with this lady years ago and she would get up at 4 a.m every day and start laundry and exercise and like by the time she would get to work like we would work from 8 30 to 5 30 by the time she get to work at 8 30 in the morning she had done more in a day than I would have done in a week. 
<laughs> I mean, literally from 4 a.m. to 8 a.m. when she, you know, left for work, she had done so much and she was so inspiring to me. I, I have not worked with her in over 20 years. I still think about her. I still sometimes say to myself, now, what would Terry do? <laughs> now, what would, what would Terry be doing today? Would she be sitting in her bed at 11 a.m., laying here like a big slug? She just cannot even <laughs> think about the day. She's like, oh, you know, I just, I can't even, I can't even get out of this bed. Of course, Terry wouldn't be doing that. Terry would have lived like 12 days already. Like, get, get your butt out of the bed. What would Terry do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. So to wrap up, let's run through the list one more time of the things we can all choose to control, even during the most chaotic times. Number one, our thoughts. Number two, our attitude. Number three, our reactions. Number four, how we treat others. Number five, our effort. Number six, our growth. Number seven, our gratitude. Eight, our focus. Nine, with whom we spend our time. So they're in a, a nice little package wrapped up in a bow. I feel like I want to write these things down and stick them to my wall. So I never forget that no matter how bad things are, there are at least nine things that I can try to control during the chaos that's going on in my life. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If we've inspired you to control what you can during chaotic times, Please check out our website, newlivingthedreampodcast.com for more information. And if you've already practiced this, we would love to hear about it. Please share your story in our Facebook group, Simple Dream Life Strategies. We can't wait to hear from you. Thanks for listening to Living the Dream Podcast, where we know it's not just about achieving your goals in the future. It's about enjoying your journey along the way. Music for today's episode was provided by Peter Alden's Kingdom Classics, now available for purchase on our website. This presentation represents the opinions of the hosts and guests of the show. Our show is informational and for entertainment purposes only. Always consult your health care professional for any medical questions. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome your comments and suggestions. Contact information for Krista Joy can be found at disneyways.com connect. Reach out to Christy Fredericks at DisneyWorldEnthusiast.com slash about. At Living the Dream Podcast, we know it's not just about achieving your goals in the future. It's about enjoying your journey along the way. Oh,